It's now time for Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast with host Johnny Rushing, the founder and lead investigator of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. We now take you to the studio for today's show. Here is Johnny Rushing. Hello, everybody. It's time for another episode of Cappy, the Real Paranormal. Sorry we missed everybody last week. It was kind of Labor Day, so um, we didn't labor. <laughs> just because of that um but yeah we're back at it again and we are going strong and hitting it and i've got the usual suspects here with me tonight john's here hey jonathan hey johnny how's it going brother oh man it's going awesome especially now that i have you guys on because not only do i have you but i also have someone else in the studio with me it's lydia hello hello hey lydia and we also have the beautiful the amazing beth hey guys and Tom. Hello, hello. And when I say and Tom, that includes the beautiful and amazing on that front. Oh, thank you. Just, thank just you, letting thank you know. Just letting you know. I didn't want yeah. you to feel bad or anything. Thank you. That's, that's, that's what made my day. Thank you so well, much. Well, how's everybody's week been? How's everybody been doing? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been busy. Has it been a busy week? I like busy yeah. weeks. I like busy weeks because they get less boring. Lydia, how's your week uh, been? It's been, uh, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week already <laughs> a week you know it's bad whenever someone says it's been a week <laughs> that's like saying it's Especially been on monday. a monday right yeah. right yeah it just started yesterday and oh boy yep 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 and here we go down the roller right. coaster that is life all right well guys you know um we've talked about equipment we've talked about uh investigation techniques um evidence collection and what we do with the evidence and how we store it and everything. But the one thing that we haven't talked about yet, which I think is appropriate now because we've gone through all of that, is how do we get the evidence? You know, is the case study part of it. What do y'all think? Sounds I like good. it. Sounds good. Yeah, because, I mean, you can go out there and investigate all you want, right? You can go out there and have a, uh, an investigation every day and collect all this evidence and everything. But to... Uh, be able to present that evidence you've got to be able to debunk it one so you know if you can present it or not and you've got to be able to uh present it to your clients and be pretty confident that it is real right yes absolutely so we have to very much so yeah we have to have case studies and that's what that is is when we take all that evidence that we've gathered through ever how many investigations Theoretically, in a perfect world, what you would do is during a case study would only be one investigation, right? Yeah. Yeah, instead of several, because you should do it after every single time. Um, but that doesn't always work in the in the real world. That's the perfect world version. But in the real world, sometimes you get a little behind. And that's what we are right now is we're a little behind. And, well, except for John, he, he doesn't have a little behind. But uh, <laughs> I have an we, elongated back. <laughs> elongated back. <laughs> you know, some people say stuff and you just picture it as soon as they say it. And that's what. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the eye bleach? Where's the eye bleach? Yep. Hey, there's Polar Bear. Hold on. Let me get him in here, too. Yay. I messaged him again. Threatened yeah. him with an inch of his line. There you go. I'm glad. Polar Bear, can you Don't hear us? Tell him I said that. Uh oh! You started with "Don't tell him I said that." So you said something you don't want me to know. No, I didn't, Johnny. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> polar bear is with too, us. Polar bear. Hey, polar bear. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. How's Hello, it brother. going, big guy? 
Pretty good. How y'all doing? We're doing awesome, man. Especially now that you're here, I've missed you, man. We we we, we, wow. need, to, we need to talk missed more. Y'all. We, we were talking. I needed y'all after had the after the day that I've had today. Really? There you go. Are are yeah. we are, are we your comfort pillow today? You're my safe space. Awesome. That's it. Amen. Awesome. There you go. There's nothing on this world I'd rather be than polar bear safe space. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, there, biggin. That's right. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had jury duty today, about four hours worth. I got thirteen dollars no. out of the ordeal. At the end of it, I didn't get any information. I didn't be nosy and uh they sent us home oh, man <laughs> Oof. so do you that's have to go boring. back no that's it no that's, you're done the 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 judge sat down court was in session and he, he looked at the paperwork in front of him and he stopped everything he said y'all hold on give me 15 minutes and he took all of the the attorneys in the back and he come back out and told all the jury to go home it was over awesome. wow. i don't know what oh. happened i don't know what pissed him Who off cares? but he was done who cares? Who cares what happened? Yeah. You're out of it. That's a, I, I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know, there's probably somebody that was in that jury that said, "I wonder what went on." I'd be like, "I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. It's, it's no, none of my business. business." Yeah, it's none of my business. I don't care what went on. I'm I'm going home now. That's a friend awesome. of mine, he'll say, "My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it." That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, I, not my circus, not my monkeys. In all my almost 53 years of life, I have never been called for jury duty. Ever, just about everybody. I get it I know. every two years, literally. Yeah, like everybody I know is going to jury duty. I've never been called. We haven't either. Ever, ever. I went to a capital a capital murder case in Bibb County uh, two years ago. You see that? That's what that's one the one I would want to do. I would get kicked off. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let me do the. I did. I did get kicked off of that one. Yeah, I would get kicked off definitely because I would be like cutting up and everything. The judge would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to put you in jail before I allow you to do this." So. But yeah, we're uh, so they glad found that out that I knew the slightest bit about guns and the, oh, uh, the defending it. attorney. Yeah, he didn't want me nowhere near that case because he he was trying to get that boy off. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, double well, look, murder. What we're talking about tonight, guys, is case studies. Um, but I want to put something out there. Really quick. Yeah, right. We haven't done one in so long. I want to put something out there. Before we do that, I want to talk about two things. The first thing I want to talk about is Petrillo Western Wear. No, yeah, yeah. How to keep you in suspense. I had to get it up. I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't see it on the screen. Petrillo Western Wear here in Selma, Alabama. Guys, if you've never been there, it's the old bank right in front of the old Selma Mall. If you've never been in there, you if you still think it's just a closed bank, it's not. It's actually open. It's a Western Wear place. John and I went there, didn't we, John? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was it's, it's they've got a little bit of everything there, Johnny. Oh my gosh, man! They have everything from gun belts to spurs to tack to cowboy hats, boots, jeans, dresses, shirts, everything you could. If you want to play cowboys, you can go there and just. Where is this at? It's it's in Selma. Uh, right in front of it's at thirteen oh five East Highland Avenue in Selma, right in front of the mall. It's an old bank that used to be there. That's what everybody knows it in Selma as is the old bank in front of Selma Mall. But it's at thirteen oh five East Highland Avenue. Um, and like I said, Texas hats, jeans, boots of all styles, kids sections, women sections, men. If you have horses, they have a ton of things for them too. They've every kind of tack you can think of, saddles, bits, everything. Um, I want you guys to go down there and check them out. They are sponsoring tonight's show. Uh, you can give them a call and say, hey, do you have this? It's 410-227-2183, 410-227-2183. And it's for Trillo Western Wear, 
1305 East Highland Avenue. Get down there and check them out, guys. And you will not meet, John will contest to this, you will not meet a nicer couple of guys than the dad and son that run that place. Wonderful, wonderful people. Right, right. They were, they were such a pleasure to talk to. And, and, and guess what they also do as a little incentive to their customers, John? What is that, Johnny? Thursdays and Fridays is a no-tax day. Oh yeah. Yep. Thursdays and Fridays. Every third not not the second Thursday or the third Friday or anything like that, but every Thursday and Friday of every single one of the fifty two weeks that we enjoy every year, you can go in there and no taxes. Man. That, that means the ticket that you see on the on the item is the price you pay. The price you see on that little tag is what you're gonna pay. And that's it. No, wow. Not a dime more. So yeah, y'all go check them out. Thirteen oh five East Holland Avenue, Petrillo Western Wear. Check them out. I'm going to give the number one more time, 410-227-2183. We want to thank them for sponsoring tonight's show. And the other thing awesome. is, is I wanted to give, and I've never done this before, but I, I just, I fell in, I have fallen in love with this new um, show. Um, you, everybody knows that Cappy's on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Oh, yeah. And we do podcasts and we do this. Um, but there's another show on YouTube that I have fallen in love with. And I want to give a, a couple minutes to uh, Polar Bear to talk about that and, and, and invite people over to, to this amazing new show. Oh, Lord. Just put me on the spot. Why don't you? Right under the bus, baby. <laughs> I didn't have a script prepared or anything. <laughs> you can do it. No. Uh, no. Uh, if everybody wants to come see us, it's Keep Watch Media. Uh, we just recently started it last month. We're doing the best we can to get the lighting and cameras and, and the audio set up where everybody can enjoy it. But basically, in a nutshell, uh, every time that I cut the news on, all I heard was death, mayhem, destruction, and lies, and... One media assaulting the other media. It seemed like all Fox talked about was CNN. All CNN talked about was Fox. And I got tired of it. I just wanted to find out what was going on in the world. So I decided the only way for me to fix that was to do something about it myself. I started a small YouTube channel and TikTok channel. And we just report the things that are important without a whole lot of uh, uh, biased opinion in it. And that we leave it at that. And I love it. It is amazing. Guys, you everybody heard about the the fires in Hawaii and what was all going on, but all we got to hear was what they let us and what they allowed us to hear. What I love about uh, Polar Bear's new show is it gives you the untold stuff, you know, the truth about it, you know, the stuff that they don't allow us to know. Guys, definitely go check it out. Give them the name of it one more time so that they'll know who to look for on YouTube. Uh, keep watch media, just like you're keeping watch. Uh, you keep watch for your neighbors and and report what you see. Keep watch media. Okay, so if so I go to YouTube, keep watch on YouTube. Keep watch media on YouTube and TikTok. Yeah, surprisingly, TikTok. we've actually been really big on TikTok. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know you were yeah, on it's TikTok. Been really good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, the one one video uh, just the other day got 850 views. Wow. Whoa. That's, that's awesome. Good. That is good. Yeah. If just starting out, too, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. To see well, it. it's just simple. I, I, I mean, I ain't going to take up a lot of else time, but just, I just, uh, I use video to back up what I see or just screen flashes of, of content that will uh, support what I'm saying. So it's not just me guessing or opinionated, right. you know. Right. Yeah. And uh, short and sweet. And what I like is very factual stuff. Yeah, yeah very you, factual. You stuff. give you give the facts, but then you also tell people you invite them to go check it out and to not 
you know, to make that. And since, so. and since you two, you gentlemen decided to bring it up, I'd like to remind, uh, Mr. John and Mr. Tom, two, two very important gentlemen who have promised to be on the show. That would, that would that would help my ratings exponentially. Who have not showed up yet? I, I'm we're, we're waiting on you to tell me when. I'm ready. I'll, I'll come anytime. Coming. You just we're let me know. Coming. I'd love to have you guys on there. People love a good podcast. I mean, I obviously, look at what we're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and our podcast exactly. is really taking off too, and we're super excited about that. So, yeah, it's hot. We're we're really we're really proud of that. And speaking of this, our podcast, you can still catch Cappy the Real Paranormal on all streaming networks. So go check it out. Awesome. I caught Cappy last night, Johnny. I caught it late, but I did catch it. The Cappy Live or? Yeah, the Cappy awesome. Live last awesome. night. Yeah, that's our YouTube channel. We're also on there. Y'all can check us out at Cappy Live. Just go into um, YouTube and type in Cappy Paranormal and you'll see the Cappy Live sign on there. And my made for radio face will be there and you can hear me ramble on about meaningless stuff i mean about the paranormal yeah 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 <laughs> all right so great great i'm so glad i'm so so glad you were here tonight polar bear i really am i was so happy whenever you your name popped up on the zoom because i said i definitely wanted to talk about keep watch media because that was I, i've been so impressed with that so y'all yeah, definitely go check that I appreciate out appreciate that if, if you, if you that do. means a lot coming from you because you got a face made for radio ah. <laughs> <laughs> you and if Tom i had the radio voice that people. you had i would have it made i, I get on i get on fr in front of that camera or in front of that microphone and then just and i fall to pieces no. but you get on there and you're made for it no. you honestly are just natural on the you're microphone doing, you're doing so good on you there. really are you're, you're really doing are. so great you, you were a little nervous at first but every episode extremely you nervous yeah you get my last a bit more episode i was just mad yeah <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I really am. So y'all definitely go check it out. So let's get right into this. Awesome. Beth, I want you to really give some insight tonight. I know I'm kind of throwing you under the bus too, but I want you to give some insight on on um, putting together a case study. Um, I want and and of course I'll talk about the um, the do's and don'ts and how to set it up or anything like that. But what I want you to kind of like key in on some key points. Okay. Well, I mean, I know that uh, we. Um all get together we bring our equipment <clears throat> and we start on a, a client and we have people that are listening to audio people that are watching video people are watching photos you know and we're just you know studying very very hard to to make sure that the evidence that that we do capture is is real or is it or we're trying to debunk it and go from there also like on the video like on the video side you know we we break like she said we break down into teams we have people that are doing audio people that are going through photographs you know people that are watching the video itself you know and what's really cool is a lot of us go into it knowing that we have certain things we want to go back and look at because we we document everything we we keep a record when we when we're as like video when we're videoing something we see something at that moment we write the time and the time stamp and the camera stamp down so we can go back and look at that some of them will emphasize or you know put an asterisk or circle it because it's something that we really want to take another look at a strong look at right. but what's really cool about what's really cool about it and it happens in almost every every occasion is and it happens with video audio and you know uh photographs we find something we missed at the time and that's right. always really cool. And it kind of shows you why it's important because we missed it at the scene while we were sitting there. 
you know, we, we, we missed something on video, you know, and on a different camera that we might not have been looking at at the time. And so it's really cool when you go back and you find things that you didn't see while you were in the investigation. And that happens quite often. It really does. And we will see something on video and then we'll go to audio and see if, if that during that time, if we heard something too. try to match it up, try to match, try to match, it, match up. it up. Exactly. Bi- bionic it. ears and eyes. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. And yep. It, it, that just shows how important it really is to do it because you can miss stuff while you're sitting there because you're being bombarded with a lot of information at one time. Exactly. And while you're there, while you're the there, while you're, you know, while you're on scene and it's hard to process that sometimes. So you take and you, you sit down and you take another look at it and right. that's, and sometimes you find things that you weren't even aware of, you know, at, at that moment. Right. You know, and it's really, especially with audio, especially with voice phenomena, because you don't hear it anyway. Right. Until later. We have such a massive amount of recording. Say that again, Polar Bear. I'm sorry. There's a little bit of a delay in my headset, but I was just going to say, like, for instance, we have one uh, place that we go that's three stories and we have a massive amount of audio to try to, to go back over. And so it's just, of course, you can miss stuff from time to time. And, and if going back over it, you get to, you know, going over it multiple times, if you get the chance during that case study is, is helpful. And you're going to catch stuff again the next time, you know. Right, right. Yeah, that's exactly. what I, t- I tell people well, about a lot whenever we're doing investigations, especially if it's one of the um, non-active type investigations. And I tell people, even in the class, I said, you know, don't worry about if you're on an investigation for four to six hours and you're not getting that much, you know, and it could be kind of discouraging you know when you're on an investigation and, and not a lot of stuff is happening because after about that you know of yeah exactly after about an hour maybe two hours people start thinking you know well maybe we can wrap this one up you know oh, that's where the go, science you know? is taking over there exactly yeah and so and i always tell them hey just because you're doing an investigation and, and you don't think anything's going on you don't think you're getting anything wait till that case study comes out because when you do that case study and you're listening to all that audio or you're watching all that video or you're looking at those pictures, that's whenever you're going to get that type of evidence that just blows your mind away, you know? Excuse me. Yeah, you guys taught me that when I started uh, during the recordings, uh, during the, the, the uh, uh, voice phenomenons, we, uh, just having an everyday normal conversation is sometimes when you'll catch the best evidence. Right, right. You and someone sitting in the room are just having a, an everyday conversation, and in between, you'll catch evidence that you just didn't realize. That just, I guess, it's the energy of the room. Yes, yes, definitely. And it, and it's, it's a lot of times if they're if you're doing something like that, and there's not a whole bunch going on. For me, that's whenever I really start kind of heightening my senses. You know, that's when I really start looking at stuff. You know. Um, and a lot of people would look at it and say, oh, yeah, you're so bored because nothing's going on that you're going to start doing more to, you know, try to notice it. And it's not that. It's just that I know whenever there's not a whole bunch going on around me that that's probably the times that there's a lot of stuff going on around me that you that you just didn't know about. Wait, wait, and silence. The other, right, exactly, exactly. The, the other part about that is also it, it does, we have had it verified that there was nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? We have right. gone back to case studies and had absolutely nothing. And while we were there, we didn't have anything. You right. know, it's just, it, it works up to both ends of the spectrum. You know, you find things that you didn't see and you do find sometimes that you can verify you got nothing. Johnny, you know? do you remember that investigation that we went on that there was the knocking? And it, I mean, we'd ask it a question and it was knock once for yes, two for no. And it kept answering 
our questions. But then when we got to the case study, there was no knocking. There was no knocking. It was, yep. I know, it was so weird. Yeah, and that's so discouraging too. Um, it is. Whenever you get, we've had audible EVPs that, um, you know, they wasn't really EVPs because they didn't get picked up on the EVPs, but they were disembodied voices that we hear audibly, you know, with physically while we're there. And then when everybody's like super excited, they're like, oh man, I can't wait to listen to that on the recorder. That's going to be awesome. And you go back and it's just so disheartening because it's not there. It's you know, not there. And, yeah, we've had that happen a few times. Yeah. And it, it does happen. So, I mean, it, and it is discouraging and kind of disheartening, but you know, it, it gives you that, um, yeah, but what an incredible, incredible experience. Yeah. Nobody can take that from you, at least. Exactly, and it's still evidence because it's personal experience. It's a PE, and so we can still use that as evidence, especially exactly. if, you know, if several people in the um, investigation experienced it, you know, and then it's credibly usable evidence instead of just PE. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I, I know if a couple of people or two or three people can verify the story, that makes it uh, the personal experience, like you said, the PE, and that that's evidence. I mean, that's credible exactly. evidence. Yes, absolutely it is. Yep. And using that, and, and, and a lot of people, you know, they think if it's not on video or if it's not on audio, you know, or, or you don't have a, um, a piece of equipment that recorded this or that, you know, that it's that's not usable, but it is. I mean, there's so much out there that happens during an investigation that, is credible like polar bear said it is credible and you know because it did happen it's a personal experience and it's a credible personal experience whenever it's more than one person and you know i've been satisfied a lot of times whenever something's happened during an investigation that only i saw or only i felt or you know and it would be great if someone else felt it because you know you could you know record that but and and put it as a PE, a credible PE. But you know, it's still a PE though. It's still a personal experience. It's something that happened to Johnny that was amazing. You know, and just yeah, just nobody can mind. take that memory. Exactly, they can't take that away from you. You did experience that. You might have somebody in the corner saying, "You're right, man." You know, <laughs> but it's it still it doesn't it doesn't negate the fact that you were able to experience that, and that's eighty percent of what we do is experience. You know, and, and Donna, can you think of any experiences you've had like that that were, uh, I ain't gonna say life altering, but uh, they were important to you, and you just you didn't have the equipment there to record it. Yeah, too many times, <laughs> too many times. Uh, back when I first started, I know out, you got pushed down an elevator one time. No, 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 I didn't get pushed down. I almost got pushed down. Yeah, that was at the <laughs> old hospital. Yeah, I was I was able to uh, stop it. I was able to put my arms. The elevator doors weren't open all the way, but they were open enough for me to get through them. And and I was this looking my down. story. And when I tell it, I, I make it a little bit more embellished. I, I, <laughs> I, I actually go down the shaft in your in your version. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. the you're the leader of our, our gang, so I have to make you the coolest of all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in yeah. The, he was attacked. He in got the put in a headlock, version. and they both fell down the elevator shaft together. <laughs> well, Johnny broke broke out his, his ectoplasmic pro, you know, proton pack and took him out. Exactly, exactly. That's, ectoplasmic. That's, that's the made-for-TV uh, version of that incident. Mate, that's the social media version. That's my version. That's right. That's the YouTube that's right. version. <laughs> Starring exactly. Zach Baggins, but I will. Yeah, right, right. That's who's going to play me as Zach Baggins. I want Jason Easy. to play me. I want Jason to play me. We're both bald. Well, let's let him do it. But uh, th- I tell you, during that moment, and I do, I, I tell that story a lot, and I joke around about that story a lot too. And then I also use that as an example on why not 
to do it by yourself, you know, to have a team or have at least one other person or at least someone that knows you're there. No one even knew I were there, was there that night. But um, if uh, while it was happening and, and I was able to put my hands on both sides of the um, two different doors that's going, you know, that closes together, I was able to put my hands there. I uh, was looking down in that shaft and that pressure that was pushing me through there was, it was pretty daggum scary. I mean, that was, you know, it kept going through my mind. It was, it was kind of like a, well, remember the old commercial, they're sweet and then they're sour. It was kind of like that. Cause oh, it, yeah, at yeah. first you're yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking yeah. at first, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is happening. This is awesome. You know, I'm actually getting uh, a physical entity attack right now. But then, then the other side of your brain is saying, dude, we're fixing to go down the elevator shaft hey buddy this is real <laughs> yeah so yeah. Like, this is so awesome this is so awesome oh my gosh they're trying to kill me <laughs> right exactly it's not a successful investigation unless johnny gets hurt in some way that's right that's right it's not successful unless i'm and I'm all it did was intensify his need to investigate right yeah, yeah but that uh, that's a good question though um yeah there's been many a times especially when i first started out whenever i didn't have equipment that uh i could use to uh, record and and to prove, you know, albeit no one's going to believe any of this, you know. But I was um, going to say something very hateful, like y'all's cameras were hand crank <laughs> <laughs> when you started. No, we had the but little I, I, we had I the had little dinosaur in there put, running on the wheel. That's what. Yeah, his first entity he encountered was a dinosaur. That's right. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was a sheet of glass and a candle behind it. That's how they recorded. <laughs> That's what all it was. <laughs> we had to move our hands really fast across the lens. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not, not that he's old or anything. No, not I didn't either. say that. Didn't say that. <laughs> it was implied. You never used old, did you? I never said no. it. I thought That's it. Right. I never said it. <laughs> you used a lot of uh, euphemisms, but you never said it. <laughs> Guys, getting off subject a little bit, but tonight I was in a, um, or this evening I was in a, um, a business here in Selma, talking to him about this stage, about the uh, show and everything, and a, a, another customer that was there came up to me and says, you don't remember me, do you? And we got to talking and I, I noticed, I recognized him. And after he told me who he was, cause I have the worst memory, but, um, he said, Oh yeah, I'm a grandfather now. And his daughter is, was this little tiny girl. And he said, yeah, she's got a, she's got a son. I'm like, no, she doesn't. She's like seven. She can't have a, she can't have a son. She was like seven. <laughs> yeah. I said, she's like seven years old. There's no way. And he says, no, she's not. She's a grown woman now. And I was like, man, I'm old. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> but exactly. um, I, I think I'm headed in that direction. I, I, I caught myself today at duty, duty complaining about what the young guy that walked up there was wearing. He was wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> and it really bothered me. And I couldn't understand why until the older gentleman sitting beside me just looked and smiled like he understood. Yeah, yeah. I realized then where I was in life. Yep. yep. Exactly. I'm part of the old people now. I have reached that level of class and sophistication where I now get to make fun of the generation behind me. That's right. That's right. That's That's your only joy in life. Y'all need to just stay young like me. That's right. That's right. We can't all be like that. So. (laughs) Yeah, I mean those those Eldridge bargains are hard to find, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Awesome. But another thing on case studies, uh, we got to get back on track, guys. The clock is ticking. But uh, another thing about case studies is is um, and we've touched on this before, and I think even Paula Bear had said before that the one of the things he likes about our team is is there's no one person 
that's committed or assigned to just do one thing. You know, we have managers right. that take care of different departments um, on the team. Um, like Beth with the case study, she's our client liaison. Um, John with managing the team and the and the and the members and Polar Bear with safety and Tom with equipment. Blah 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 blah. Everything you know and and but like Polar Bear was saying, once we get on an investigation, everybody does everything. You know, so we're not all yeah. just kind of buckled down to one thing. But during a case study, you kind of want to do that. Not so much as you want to. Um, have one person that does this and no one else does it because you like i said on cameras before if i have to pick anybody on the team to do anything with the videos i'm going to pick tom because he's really really good at it but i don't want just tom to know how to do that because what if tom's not there that night you know i won't i won't pull about yeah, to know how to do happen, that right? i want john yeah it does happen yeah and i want john to know how to run cameras you know and i want beth to know how to to watch the videos do correctly and because you know during an investigation Watching the videos is not like watching a, a video that you know, on TV or on TikTok or something like that or YouTube. You've really got to be in it, you know, and you've got to be able to right. uh, recognize stuff. Yeah, you so, got to right. Also, during case studies, you also want to put people in places that they, they shine at, all right? Um, because Beth is never going to organize a case study and say, okay, Johnny, I want you to do nothing but listen to audio. Because guess what's going to happen? Evidence is not going to get found. Because Johnny has the worst hearing in the world. My memory and my hearing are horrible. So I, I can listen to EVPs, and I, and I do listen to EVPs. I was listening to some the other day, as a matter of fact. But I'm not the best person on the team to do EVPs. I'll, I'll admit that because of my hearing's not so great. And there are certain tones that I can't hear at all. So I do miss a lot of stuff. Now give me some pictures, and I'm going to shine. I'm going to really look at it. And videos, I'm good at that, too. I know how to gridlock a, a video screen and just go through it, you know, piece by piece, you know. And, and well, at least you are smart a, enough to hire the best. Exactly. That, I've said it before. I don't have to know what I'm doing. I just have to surround myself with people that do. That's right. That's what a good leader does is delegate. That's right. When you don't know what you're talking a, about, just dazzle them with bull crap. <laughs> there's the flip side to that as well, though, is, you know, if someone does hear something, we're not just relying on ourselves saying, Oh my gosh, I heard this. We're going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, tap Beth on the shoulders and Hey, listen to listen this. To this. That's right. right. I'm not going right. to tell you what I hear. I'm going to let yeah, you tell easy. me what you hear. Exactly. That's what I, I don't like. want to have bias. That's the way I yeah. like it that you do that. You've always yeah, been that way. And I like that. You, you don't say, Hey, listen for this squeak or listen for this breathing sound you just say listen and right. and, and, and let 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 the person's mind hear it themselves and i think that's the right way to do that i've always thought that was very oh, yeah because if you plant that in them they're going to hear what you say yeah if you plant that exactly. in them, they're hear. yeah there's don't, a recording don't say what you want them. yeah don't say what you want them to hear and i think john does a real exactly. good job of that he's and yeah. I, I can yeah. attest he's always been that way right right and that's a, the way it should be done in my opinion yeah yeah there's a recording I, I, out there that is says i don't remember what is what is the record? You know what I'm talking about. Where you can, if you think one thing, you'll hear that. But if you think another thing, you'll hear yeah. the other yeah. one. I think I posted it one time when I was trying to make a point on um, EVPs. Um, and yeah, it, it's I don't remember exactly what the um, video, what the recording says, but it, it gives you two different lines. That if you read one line, they play the audio, and that's what you're going to hear. 
but then you read yeah, the other that. line. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they play the same audio, and you're going to hear that. And the crazy thing about it is, is the two lines are completely different from each other. There's no right. similarity whatsoever, but yet it, it'll right. blow your mind because that's what you're going to hear. What you see is what you're going to hear. And so that's, right. that kind of plays into what Tom was talking about. If John comes over and says, dude, I, I'm telling you, I just heard someone say, my name is Frank. Listen to this. Well, of course I'm going to hear Power someone say, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely right. going to hear someone say, my name is Frank, you know, instead of I want to drink, you know, or something like that. So exactly. that, yeah. and that's, that's another thing you want to look at when you're having people do audio, you want to, everybody on the team knows how to listen to audio, you know, and, and, and knows what to look, listen and feel for, but you want to have those people that shine in those different areas, you know? Well, I'll tell you this, that I've, I've noticed too, when John has done that, I've actually, to give you an idea of how, how, as you're pointing out how people hear things differently, I, I've heard John have me listen to it and may not get it. And then have Beth listen to it and Beth tell him exactly what it said. Right. And, and that's another reason I think that you should do it that way because I didn't hear it, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. Do you know what I'm saying? But, but Beth under, she heard it clearly. And I think that's why more than one person needs to listen to it as well. Exactly. Yeah. And and because a, I've actually experienced that. I mean, ahead, you John. do have, you do have some of those EVPs that there is no question <laughs> of course, <laughs> to what it yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You don't have to worry about who listens to it. It's one hundred percent. Like, get the <laughs> out. Right. You know? Can you not hear me? me? Yeah, that was a good <laughs> one too. Yes. Oh my gosh, we can't say oh, what it really can. said on the radio, but yeah, it, that was an amazing one. And there was no if ands or buts about that. That was like someone standing next to us talking to us. Yeah, exactly. And of course, you you also have that extra layer of of integrity there. It could be, you know. Hey Tom, listen to this, and I'm using Tom as a, as an example for a reason. And Tom, like, um, John, that that was that was Johnny whistling in the bathroom. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, or a polar bear farting in the girl in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know how right. those convicts are. That was on one of our case studies, y'all. <laughs> yes, it was. I laughed. It really so was. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that uh, going back to this, I know I harp on the science all the time, but that's what go that goes back to the clear clean cut precise evidence uh, that we use the science and what y'all have taught me that from the moment i started was go in objective go in clean and right. and start with the science don't don't let a person sit down and influence you you know like before we go into a home you know of course our business we talk to the owners or the people in charge but we don't let them influence our minds we go in level-headed with a with a clear objective and we let the science do the talking for us Right. The, 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 when we do the case studies, uh, we don't, you know, because we went into home and the owner says, well, I've been hearing, you know, the word hello uh, every night at, at nine o'clock for the last 10 years. We're going to go in at nine o'clock. We're going to look for the word hello because right. that's what, you know, it's now been uh, semi brainwashed. You know, it's the power of suggestion. Exactly. Exactly. But we don't do that. We we allow the science to, to have its day. And then during our case studies, we let, you know, two, three, four pe- members of our team go over it and over and over it until it's boringly reliable that we know what it said. Exactly. 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 Yep. And I'll be the first to admit, I'm terrible with audio. And, and I, I, it's not that I can't. It's not that I don't hear well. I do hear fine. But it's my my genre is video and, and and i'm absolutely terrible with audio for the same reason that that johnny says he's terrible with it because he can't see anything and it, and it's i'm i'm horrible at it but i do try you know what i'm saying right, but i'm right. i'm like johnny i'm not great with audio 
I would rather do audio than anything. And see, I'm Beth, and, and I think John's kind of that way too, aren't you, John? Aren't you more of an audio guy? Yeah. Um, I like audio and also uh, I like uh, uh, photographic evidence as well. Yeah, but, you yeah. Do, yeah, you do well with that as, as well. You, yep. you really do. You you capture a whole lot of stuff. And you know, and you know what? There's another thing that we do too is um, is the pre-case study, the setup for case study. We, we during an investigation, we're always keeping it in the back of our mind on you know, hey, let's make this easy on that guy that's got to sit there for four hours and listen to this later. You know, and right. and we'll tell clients and team members, hey, you know, do us a favor, don't whisper. You know, don't don't whisper during the investigation because later on someone's going to have to listen to this and. You're, you know, you whispering is they're going to hear that and they're going to want to really sit at. We sit and listen to, well, not all at once, but you know, over a period of time, a couple of weeks, to a whisper on an investigation that turned out to be uh, a couple of guests on the investigation. It was at a, um, uh, well, I can say it because we, we, we have advertised it, but it was at the Old Depot Museum here in Selma, mm-hmm. right there on, right there at Water Avenue. And, um, we spent like two weeks on an EVP that no one could figure out. And then finally we were able to uh, get a good audio system and put it in. And it turned out to be one of our guests asking another guest, Hey, can you, and she was whispering. She said, <laughs> yeah, but that you want to go volumes <laughs> to, to your credibility. You were so tediously meticulous that you found that it, that it was something that it wasn't. I mean, you exactly you found out that it was someone visiting, whispering, and you didn't make it into something. It wasn't, it was the facts. Right. 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 And that's, that's you know, what's important. And, and right. because that's the one thing that Cappy is never going to do. We're never going to present evidence that we haven't scrutinized in every shape form and way because yeah repeatedly yeah to me the worst thing is to have to go back to a client and i have had to do this before but to go back to a client and say you know what it really wasn't what we thought it was yeah, it, it was we messed it up right yeah it was mm-hmm. one of our guests asking the other guest if they wanted to go pee you know and so right. which is yeah, what that whisper turned out it. to be you know so and so we tell them that not only that but we also say hey if you bump your toe on the chair when you walk through this dark room because a lot of what we do is in very dark areas you know and um if you bump your toe don't just bump your toe and and walk away you know say say i bumped my toe yeah that was johnny bumping his toe or that was johnny playing with a flashlight or and then eventually you eventually at some point depending on how long the investigation goes you're going to hear tom go i tripped over that damn dog gate again yeah <laughs> exactly exactly and that's what you're doing that that pre-case study during the investigations you're trying to make it easier for potentially yourself or, or a team member on whenever they're doing that case study so that they'll know you know hey that's what this is that's not what this is you know and there there's been a right, many a times exactly. that john has popped up on during an investigation said that's johnny whistling yeah yes now i feel that. weird because if uh, if we ever catch an entity breaking wind on camera i'm going to get blamed for it yes exactly you, will. exactly. you really will yep yeah. And I'll have no way to find investigation. It. And there's oh, a, there's another credit to that too. There's another good reason to do it that way too, because John will attest to this. There was an incident where Johnny was whistling, and on the EVP you hear me whistle. And yep. I, I don't remember if it was me or John said that's Johnny whistling. And then I, I it was John that said that because I replied to it. And while I was talking, someone mimic there, there, yeah, there was a mimic of my whistle that I'd just done. Right. I do. I have yeah. a bad habit. If I'm 
not doing anything else. I'm, you know, the, instead of twiddling my thumbs, I'll usually whistle. I, you know, I have a, I have a habit of whistling. And, um, it's human nature. Yeah, and, and and John gets on to me all the time. He's like, stop whistling. <laughs> you know, but that incident, <laughs> because John did bring it up, hey, that was Johnny whistling, and then I responded to him saying that, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. I, 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 I wasn't even thinking about it. But while I was talking in the background, something, an entity, mimicked the whistle that I had done previously. So because of that, we were able to debunk the fact that that was Johnny whistling again because – I've never tried to do it, so but I don't think I can do it. I've never whistled while I talk. I think you have to be eighty. Yeah, be hard to. Yeah. Don't, you, don't you have to be like eighty to do that <laughs> to whistle while you talk? But yeah, I can't whistle a tune while I'm talking, and so that 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 pre case study technique that John used actually proved the fact of that being a whistle, you know, from a disembodied voice. So there, there, and also that was. That was also the investigation that uh, you said something about. Yeah, I, I do that uh, sometimes, and I think I think what you were saying was, uh, you know, I I do that. John gets gets on to me, so he, he wants to just you know punch me sometimes, and that's when that whistle happened as you were saying that. Right, right, I was right. Like, yep, that Johnny was talking. That that wasn't him. Yep. Well, why do they mimic us like that, John? Is are they trying to communicate, or are they drawing energy, or what? What causes the? Because that seems to happen a lot. It, there's no, it, there's no real rhyme or reason to it. Um, they, it could be they're trying to communicate. If you make a noise or say a, a name or or do a whistle like I did, they may just be trying to uh, to mimic you just to to hey I'm here, or it might be them just being pranksters, you know. And, yeah, and that's, what doing it, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of that is a prankster type individual, you know, yeah, that yeah. they, they go, I'm going to blow their mind with this one, you know, right, and, right. and, and well, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't sit down and have a good meal. You can't take a nap. I guess the only thing you got left to do is annoy everybody the rest of the <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> that's exactly. what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to annoy the hell out of people. Well, Not you, me. Jeremy, I'm out of here, folks. The first train ticket I get, I'm so gone. Right. And another thing we tell people to do, when, especially when we're doing EVPs, is we tell people to uh, to ask questions. Um, exactly. Keep them, yeah. you know, ask simple questions. And then when you ask the question, I think used to be we used to say ask that question four times in your, in your you know, silently to yourself in your head, nonverbally. Right, before you say anything. But I, th- I think we've pushed yeah, that up to like eight, time. Yeah, eight to ten right. times now because um, there sometimes it does take them a little while to build up that energy to be able to respond to you. But that's yeah. another thing. That's another pre-case study technique that we use because it's it's giving that time. I've had people during investigations, they'll sit there and say, can you tell us your name? How old are you? Did you live here? How did you die? You know, <laughs> which is not a yeah, good question yeah. to ask. I don't all, even want to answer that. questions like yeah, that. But, and I've always imagined there's an entity in the corner <laughs> sitting over there going, up. Oh, you know and they're like well if you'd shut up (laughs) i'd answer that's what i was saying i as as a living breathing entity i don't even want to talk like that you know give me a chance to take a breath and answer your question don't ask me your second question something that needs to draw energy is going to need just a little more time and patience exactly exactly. can you not freaking hear me (laughs) yeah we keep saying that 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 actually happened um and that that kind of goes in in hand with what we're talking about because this specific case that I'm going to talk about 
it, it, it was that aggravation because he was like, I'm, I'm talking to you. Why do you not hear me talking to you? Why can you not hear right. me talk to you? And this particular case, I was there, but I wasn't in the room. I wasn't even in that, that, that floor of the building that we were on when this happened. But, um, our, our co-founder Corey and our, um, one of our old members, Mike, were talking and asking questions and they would ask questions and then do the little pause and then they would talk amongst themselves. We get a lot of EVP, a lot of EVPs whenever we're just doing idle chit chat, you know, right. that's what, what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, during them talking, you can hear in the background, this guy, it was a very angry soul. He was, he was a very angry guy, but he screams, can you not blank blank hear me? <laughs> and, and it was, I was like that. Even we were talking about that earlier because it was such a, you, it didn't matter who listened to that one. It was, it was clear what it was saying. It, it didn't, you didn't have to, uh, to guess on that one at all. But, um, and you know what guys, we need to get some EVPs up to play on the radio to during the podcast. We need to do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. We'll work on that, get some up and we can do some, we can even do that one. We could just beep it out. So, but yeah, sometimes they are a little vulgar and, Sometimes they're a little aggressive or, you know, stuff like that. But, um, they are the way they were in life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, that guy, it didn't really mean that he was, you know, a mean person. It just meant that he was aggravated because they wouldn't shut up and listen to him. Right. So, yeah, he'd probably know. been trying to communicate you know. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, especially if you're dealing with a, a juvenile entity. When you go into these places, some sometimes when you go in, you're the first people to be there that's actually communicating with them. You know, everybody else has True. been talking yeah. to, you know, the other guests or the other residents of the home or, or building or whatever, and no one's been actually giving them the spotlight, you know, and they've been wanting to talk. They've been wanting to communicate. A lot of times with a juvenile entity, that's why they do what they do. You know, they, that's what turns it into a poltergeist. You know, and poltergeist isn't bad or evil or, you know, all that stuff you hear on TV. Poltergeist is simply noisy ghost. That's what the name says. Polter, noisy, geist, ghost. It's German. So it, it that's all it is. It's just a noisy ghost. And so that child that's been trying to communicate with the people that live there for all this time, you come in and you're actually talking to him. Well, he's going to be excited, you know. And a lot of times those are the ones that are going to give you the best evidence because, Hey, somebody's actually paying attention to me. Someone's actually giving me a chance to speak, you know, or giving me a chance to let everybody know that I'm actually here. It's not, you know, mom's not crazy. You know, it's not the pills she takes before bedtime. It's, it, it really is something here, you know? So right. using those techniques and, you know, not only does great for pre-case study, you know, uh, techniques, but it also does great because you'll get more evidence out of it if you allow that to happen and us continuing to run our mouth and continue to ask questions over and over and over and over you're going to get that can you not hear me you know so that's what's going to happen and just like you've got those that are excited for the contact you've got ones like at our house who don't want anything to do with you who don't want to be captured on camera or on audio we know they're there but they don't want us to know they're there. Exactly. <laughs> it's so it frustrating. Johnny, as far as the case studies go, I, I don't want to bring up your age, but I, I'm going to since it's already been brought up. But 
you've got more experience, obviously, many more years of experience than the rest of us do. But as you've seen the technology kind of change in the game, do you feel like it's 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 allowed us to pick up more uh, evidence, or is it is it close oh, to the same, or does it seem like there's more activity, or no? How do you feel about like our digital voice recorders and infrared cameras as opposed to you know Polaroid cameras in the beginning? Yeah, and and the ones ran by the little dinosaur running on the wheel. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I, trying to be a little bit, uh, yeah, a little more tactful. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It, I get that question all the time. People ask me, um, you know, why is the paranormal more active or more relevant now than it was? What have we been going on this roller coaster, this current roller coaster, about twenty years? I guess fifteen, twenty years. They, you know, why is it so much more relevant now than it was then? It's not. There's nothing that's changed there. They're still trying to communicate. They're still trying to cause havoc or, or, or get you to leave or whatever their your, you know their intentions are. It's just the technology is starting to catch up with the field. It hasn't caught up completely yet, but it's, it's starting to catch up with the field where we can we can hear those voices now, you know, and we can use those videos and those infrareds and those uh, flurs, and we can capture this that we wasn't able to capture, you know, so long ago i i think back about the uh reel-to-reel recorder that i used for evps you know those things popped and skipped like a uh old 45 record you know they really, right they, they did a lot so I, I think back i wonder how much evidence i lost because of the different sounds you know or how much evidence was missed uh labeled because of the different sounds that the recorder itself was making so yeah and now you yeah, can yeah, now we've got recorders now, digital recorders that we can get thousands of hours on that it's crisp, clear, you know, and just amazing sound. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's a very good question, and that does happen. I mean, and we do um, get a lot more now, not because of the activity being more than what it used to be. I think it's always been that. It's always been doing what it can do, but it's just we're able to capture that evidence more with the equipment that we have now. The more advanced technology that we have now, if we do capture better quality evidence, but it also leaves the door open for someone like, you know, going back to these social media guys, they they fake a lot of stuff. They use that, yeah. that technology to, to layer and layer and layer CGI effects and see the older equipment that, that was used in the beginning, the Polaroid and the reel-to-reel. It's a lot harder to fake that stuff, I imagine. Oh, yeah, a lot harder. Um, it wasn't impossible to fake a Polaroid. But it was. But it wasn't like going on with an editing app like you can do now right, on a cell phone. Right. Yeah. Now I can take a picture of Lydia picking the Statue of Liberty up and throwing it across the bay. You know, and and or I believe she can do video. it. I think she probably Maybe. could. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, and that unfortunately, you know, there's been some good with the bad, you know, or bad with the good, I should say, um, because you can you know, fake a lot more than what you used to. There's some videos and pictures out there that I look at now and I'm like, wow, that's it. That's, that's the Holy grail. That's, that's perfect. But then that, then that little voice in the back of my head says, uh, it's 20, careful. Yeah. It's 2023, Johnny. They can do whatever they want to now. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I, I have seen a lot of articles of these, of the, you know, investigators who are purists like yourself and they, they're going back to Polaroids and stuff. Cause it's just, it's exactly, it's more credible. Yeah, it really is. Um, I introduced to the team, um, I don't know what, Beth, probably two or three years ago, the cassette recorder. 
Yes. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. Those, I remember that. Yeah. When those yeah. came out, when those first, when the little eight or not eight track, but a uh, cassette tape recorders, you know, you, you push play and record at the same time, you know, and eight track baby. Yeah. <laughs> and the little door pops <laughs> up and you can put the cassette in there, you know, those, when those came out, that was like when the first video cameras started coming out, you're like, Oh my gosh, this thing is amazing. You know, how did I do this this long without this thing, you know, but, uh, and now they're obsolete now, but they're still a great tool to have in your equipment case because they're very hard to fake, you know, a digital recorder, you can put just about, you know, with a, a small program on your computer, you can put whatever you want to on there. Right. Uh, but exactly. Like a classic car in Manhattan may not have all the amenities, but boy, ain't she fine. Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not always a bad idea to go backwards, you know, to, to go back to some of those, uh, tried and true ways in, in equipment, you know, that we used old to use. School ways, yeah, old exactly. School ways. Exactly. Yeah. Well, those ways and that equipment's what paved the way for me to be here now doing it. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. It did. Absolutely. You know, and I pay my respects and my homage to, to those ways. And I, I follow the ways that we have now because that's what y'all taught to me. But right. I would follow those ways too. I mean, because I, I don't consider them less than. No, of course not. You're right. No, exactly. Exactly. Which is all it, it, the one thing it does do, though, is man, in relation to case studies, it adds a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, yes, it, it does. It adds a whole lot of work. And another thing, I, I imagine wanna... it would be harder on me because y'all make me carry a lot of equipment. Yeah, well, I'm a big guy. <laughs> Well, you're the strong guy, yeah. You're the muscle, so. And a wheelbarrow with a a, a reel to reel in it, That's following right. y'all around. That's right. Yeah, that'd be tough. He that'd keeps having tough. he keeps having to drag that dadgum extension cord. And he's always, we're like, come on, catch exactly. up. He's like, well, if you get a longer extension cord, I wouldn't be so damn late. <laughs> yeah, right. and, and I couldn't imagine trying to convert the equipment we. I, I know the the equipment we have now is case after case and bag after bag right. of really expensive high end equipment. I can only imagine what it would look like if we had to revert that back to the more classic oh equipment. Yes, exactly. No doubt. <laughs> We'd have to buy a, yeah, a, a van. Cameras on the shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I like I like. That's why I like to go into investigations like on a Saturday night. You know. And they, you see the client, their eyes get kind of big with all these cases coming in, and you go, "Oh, don't don't worry, we're going to take all this with us when we leave here Monday," you know, and yeah, and, and just yeah. watch the color kind of you know disappear a little bit. And I go, "I'm just kidding, <laughs> right, right." We're, we're leaving tonight. Yeah, we're leaving tonight. <laughs> There's something else cool you can do on Saturday night too. Yes, What's sir? that? You can go to Petrillo Western Wear. Go to Petrillo Western Wear in Selma. Oh Absolutely. yeah, at 1305 East Highland Avenue, and. uh Check out their horsey, horse tack, boots, jeans, hats, gun belts. They have gun belts, Lydia. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. They have really – Got to go there. You should have started with old, that. Right. It's the old western yeah. big belt that you yeah. put over your regular belt and then tie it on your leg and with a long uh, holster. Oh, yeah. It, they're well, they're so nice. Give them a call at 410-227-2183, 410-227-2183. You can order online with them. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so that if you don't, you know, if, you, if you're not coming into Selma or whatever, you can do that. So just give them a call and say, uh, hey, you know, I want to um, do some uh, online ordering here. And do it on a Thursday or Friday because that's the tax-free day. Every that Thursday is awesome. And, Friday. Yeah. and yes. tell them Cappy sent you. Tell them Cappy, yes, yeah. definitely tell them Cappy sent you. Definitely. Did you say they did belt buckles too? Yeah, they do belt buckles. Yeah. They awesome. also do signs and 
business cards and i mean it's just a plethora of things that they do there so that's great yeah go check them out and um they also do another thing that's really cool i just found this out but this is really really cool if you have like or if grandpa has like an old western hat that he used to wear but he quit wearing it when grandma sat on it that time Mm -hmm. well they have a reshaping and cleaning and coloring business there too to where they can take your old that's cowboy hats and reshape them and they're not playing there are they they're serious <laughs> yeah they big time on it man they are big big time so anytime you need some saddles tacks bits jeans hats boots or a gun belt go check them out at the 1305 east highland avenue it's the old bank right in front of the selma mall so y'all go check them out anytime monday to saturday 10 a.m to 7 p.m someone will sell you all of that and a holster Heck yeah. i mean that's why not? I can't think of anybody in our area that does that. Exactly. I, not to my knowledge. Definitely, there, there. You will not be uh, sorry. Yeah, I promise you, because they're. they're I, I, what I did was I walked through the store, John and I did, and I built me a outfit just by looking at the stuff. I said, okay, there's a shirt that I want. I want those dark jeans. I want those black boots. Got to have that black hat, and I've got to have that black gun belt. So I was going to be black Bart. I was going to be completely Western out. And so I was looking, I was like, heck yeah, man. Um, Also, I want to touch on uh, not just audio and video, but visual too. Um, Like with pictures and stuff like that. There's another thing that we could do with pre-case study techniques is we can wear shirts that doesn't glow in the dark. I've done that. Exactly. Exactly. I've done that. I had a cappy shirt that glowed in the dark. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. So I've done that before. Also, um, jewelry. Jewelry can kind of mess you up too someone takes a picture we spent a lot of time right. on the picture trying to figure out why that entity was sitting on my shoulder and then we i finally figured out it was the silver clasp on my necklace that re- reflected and the camera flash you know so don't smoke clothing. ladies and gentlemen don't smoke don't vape or smoke yeah i appreciate you guys coming on and talking with us about case studies because that's a very important subject when it comes to investigating the paranormal and uh, I want to thank Lydia for being here, my guest co-host tonight, and John. Awesome, John. Polar Bear and Tom and love Beth y'all, and everybody. Uh, yep, yep. Y'all listen to us next Saturday. Hey, guess what? Cappy Kid. Two weeks from tonight, we're gonna oh. do we're gonna do a live investigation on the on the air. Awesome. Two, uh, weeks, yeah. two weeks from tonight, um, we're gonna be doing. Two weeks, not this, not today, but two Saturdays from today, we'll be doing a live investigation on the air. That is incredible. You do not want to miss that. So y'all definitely tune in to Cappy the Real Paranormal next Monday, or next Saturday, and the Saturday afterwards, so you can join us for the investigation. That's going to be so much fun. Also, I want you guys to uh, put on your calendar that we have Cappy Camp coming up. It is the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of this month. Lydia, guess what? It's right down the road from the radio station. Right. It's right here in Selma, Alabama at Paul M. Griss State Park. You guys get out there definitely during the um, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You'll have so much fun at Cappy Camp. We, we, do, we do a class there if anybody wants to take the class. We do investigations. We do food, fun, and fellowship. All the food. Oh, my gosh. So much food. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely come on out and join us for that. It's sept- or, yeah, September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So that's just, what, a couple of weeks from now. So definitely come out there and join us. And uh, if you don't want to camp, you can come out during the day on Friday or Saturday or Sunday and just hang out with us, meet the team, and have some hot dogs and marshmallows and whatever. But it's going to be a lot of fun. You'll meet a lot of the team. A lot of the team's going to be there. 
So uh, y'all definitely join us for uh, Cappy Camp. Also, I want you guys to do me a huge favor sometime this week. I don't care if it's a friend, family member, or someone you meet on the street. Make at least one person smile because that's exactly what we need the most of. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to Cappy, the real paranormal. Everybody say goodnight. 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 Lydia, you didn't say goodnight. Goodnight and have a paranormal week. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> goodnight, guys. Thank y'all. This has been Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast, a presentation of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. Please tune in again for the next episode and download any previous episodes wherever you get your favorite podcast.